right. Uh, peace, peace, everybody. Peace. Fresh of my fresh podcast. Curtis Metcalf here. I got uh, to my left, Dead Star J. For sure. And at any given moment, Kanz Ed Dowser might dip in if he ain't working on the phone's just connected. <laughs> uh, we we okay. All right. <laughs> there you go. Let's start off like this, man. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday. Yeah. To um, Mr. D Rock, man. Yeah. So 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 happy to be celebrating your solar return around here, man. You know what I'm saying? No doubt. We lost a lot of good people throughout the years. Look at yes, right. But guess what? You still here, my guy. Right. I so, took my time. I took my blessing, time reflecting on here, that man. this morning. You know, I woke up like super early. I woke up like maybe four thirty, five o'clock or something like that. That's the god hour. You got to watch sunrise. Just about. I know okay. the sun hit me in my face. I know the sun rose like around six thirty. Yeah, something yeah, like that, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Roll over, roll over, check my phone, see if I got any messages and stuff like That's that. That's always a blessing. Yeah. Did you check your memories? I did. You did? I did look at the past. I got like ten years worth of memories on Facebook. All right, was it, can you remember your favorite one? Oh that that uh it was a Friday night. I think I saw it. Yeah, and I posted it. We was at the bowling alley. Mm-hmm. I had a gang of friends. Yeah. We took shots. And the uh, birthday cake was all up there. You know for what I'm sure. saying? Yeah, for yeah. Sure, so for that, sure. one, that one was stacked. I think. That one was stacked. That, yeah. and, that, and that night ended good, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, them, <laughs> them birthday memories always be dope. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The birthday memories are fresh. All right, all right. Um, boom, let's get to the business, man. Um, This episode here. We're gonna be talking about classic rap albums, man. Classic rap albums. Okay. And we can't we can't start the episode off right without having a classic album of the episode. Wanna know what it is? Okay, what's the classic album of the episode? The album of the episode is uh Eight Ball MJG on the outside looking in. On the outside looking in, all right. On the outside looking in. And okay. that's definitely classic. I feel like they got three classic albums within that. Decade, you know, you, you you got to give coming out hard, even though that wasn't mm-hmm. their first album. That was like that's their first, their first album, right? That was their first album mm-hmm. together. That was okay. their first album together because I think Eight Ball had an album before that lyrics of a pimp. Okay. Yeah. So you know, like that's a local Memphis classic. Uh, I definitely gotta get on that. I don't think I've heard that whole entire album. Right. We heard bits and pieces. Yeah. We heard bits I don't think I've heard. I don't think I've heard. I've heard but, it like mixtape style, like. Like on like somebody tape like just riding like yo that's the eight, that's eight ball before eight ball and JG type yeah of yeah that but type I don't of think thing. I've just like listened to heard that whole entire album in its entirety yeah um which which one was um okay so hold up let's break down eight, eight ball and JG albums right yeah. so the first one is um let's see top of the world. No, nah, that was 95. That was like their third one. That's their third one. Okay, That's so their first one, one is... first one would be Coming Out Hard. Coming Out Hard, yeah, indeed, indeed. My yeah. bad, my bad. So, salute to y'all, man. For that me, was a special yeah. one. That was a special yeah, one because it touched down It touched down here, too. Yeah, yeah. Same year drop. Okay, so that so that was like, what, 93, 93? 93. Okay, 93. 93. Okay, and then the next one was... On the outside looking in. On the outside looking in. That's yeah, what that we're talking about yeah, now, That's what right? we're talking about right now, man. Okay, then, so what was the hit off that album? <sighs> Lay it down. 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 Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one took off. Um, I don't know. I don't. You know what? 
It's just like when that album dropped, you just knew to get it if you got coming out hard. So you just went and got on the outside looking Indeed. in. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? Indeed. And it's a straight through. Uh, no skips. Let's see. Uh, Break a Bitch College is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, no Sellout is on there. But Lay It Down is the one that got. Lay It Down is. Lay It Down. I heard Lay It Down un- in the street. It's just undeniable. Like, to be honest with you, like, when, when we leave this establishment today, like, I might go home and just listen to that. I you should. Just, yeah, I might just get high to listen to that. Like, you should. For because that, that's always going to be... Did T-Mix do the beats on that album, too? They all did the beats. T-Mix, Ball Angie. Ball Angie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't know that Ball yeah. Angie did their own beats. Like, I came... I moved down to Mobile probably, like, in 95. And they were still bumping that like it came out yesterday. So, when I first heard that, I thought it had came out yesterday. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know that it had already been out for two years, so that means it was the main staple in the South. That's that, and that's how Ball and G's albums pretty much it stayed in rotation. It was like like new things. You know, it, it's like you know how New York has like a underground, yeah, and you know, cats that didn't come out or for a full album that had you had a single, and then the single always ended up on a mixtape or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so it's just a part of your daily ritual to just right. play, play play the, songs. Right, if you played the tape every day, then you know you you, you heard it. Indeed. You heard it every day. Indeed. Indeed. That's how I heard. Well, really, my brother, rest in peace, Greg. Um, rest in peace, Greg. Uh-huh. He would, he would, he drove trucks. He okay. drove. He drove eighteen wheels. Like which is which are guys who listen to more music than anybody. Right, yeah. right. Because he goes and finds radio stations and stuff like you that. You gotta he have that vibe to be yeah, on that road. He, he had a little uh, boombox and a tape recorder on it and stuff. He would go through Memphis. Yeah. He would record tapes. Uh, what was the radio station? Ninety seven point one. Ninety seven point one. In nineteen ninety three, they played everything, especially like you know. It fed us down here because, like, BLX had stopped playing rap all together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we was in that zone to where the only rap we heard on the radio was, like, uh, was, like, Doggy Style. Like, Snoop. Yeah, Snoop's, no. uh, what was the single? Uh, what's My Name? Well, yeah, What's My Name? Yeah, and then Warren G, name, yeah. the Regulators, stuff yeah. like that. You know, if yeah, it was a hit record. Yeah, that's West Coast was popping. If it was a hit record, if it was top, a hit record top 100, top 50. Yeah, if it was a hit record, we heard it. Yeah, even it MC different. Ha- from MC Hammer and all that right. type of stuff. Right, yeah. we, we even heard Pumps on the Bump yeah. for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Memphis was different. Memphis was different. We heard Ball and G, we heard... Triple Six before they started calling themselves Three Six Mafia, you know what I'm saying? Um, we might have heard. No, we didn't hear no Yo Gotti, but we heard like the but top. They had, they had their the own top real, Memphis they rap. Had, yeah, they had, they had their own hip hop scene. Yes, it did. So therefore, the record stations were really giving love to that hip hop scene. So therefore, exactly. it was able to create a culture. So as, the same thing that New York did. Same thing that um, basically Florida did. So yeah. if you didn't live in a city that did that, you didn't then nine it. times out of ten, all you heard was the top forty, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So in that instance, he came home. My brother came home with a tape, with like a off the radio. Mm-hmm. Well, he re, you know he recorded off the radio, and I'm listening to this my first time hearing Eight Ball MJG was like 
Pimps, and I still had that tape. I have a radio version of Pimps mm-hmm. and stuff like Which that. Is dope. You know? Which yeah, is dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even they even did the lyrics. I forgot we used to do that back in the day. Yeah, like just listen to the radio and then and be like, oh, hold up. When they introduce a song, like what's about to come on, and you rush. And sometimes they don't. They might be on some yeah. They don't stuff. say the say. They, they don't, don't say, say the nothing. Name. And you just yeah. hit, you don't catch the beginning of the song at the first take of it. You just. Got the rest of the song, you exactly. know. What I'm saying? So you might miss like about ten seconds of the song, maybe but you ten got seconds. It. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. I remember those days yeah. with um, with stretching Bobito, man. Those were those were good old days. Staying up super late. Yeah, staying up super late. Staying up being, super late on the Wednesday night. Not being able to make it to school on time, man. Trying to hear a Method Man song <laughs> or something like that, right? You know what I mean? Like I remember those days. Good old days. Yeah. So uh, from there, that was our first taste of hearing Eight Ball MJG. Right there. So it was only two songs that he had on the tape that was 8-Ball NGG. That was Pimps, the radio version, mm-hmm. and um, Coming Out Hard. It just like, it just sounded like, like it does on the album when you went and bought it. Yeah. And I thought that was the, I thought that was the dopest thing I heard. Like, it didn't even occur to me that these guys came out of Memphis. Hey, baller, come out hard with the gangster lean. And then go, he going on the beat, and I'm listening to the beat, and I'm hearing... Is that simply red that they sampled? And they did. T-Mix, man. (laughs) T-Mix, dog. T-Mix. T-Mix, man. He underrated as a a producer, man. And I wouldn't say he's underrated because I think people know he dope. But when you think about DJ Paul, you know what I'm saying, and Juicy J. Juicy J. You know what I'm saying? When you think about those guys and they get mentioned, you know what I'm saying, being from Tennessee, you know what I'm saying? I think they from what? They from North Memphis, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, so like you think about them guys, but then when you don't hear T Mix name get mentioned, sometimes it's just like, oh my god! Like, have you ever heard Space Age Pimpin' Dog? Like, have you ever heard that song? Have you ever heard the production to that song, man? And, like for real, for now that was what I that that was literally what I first heard from A Ball MJG when I first moved moved to Mobile. That was right around that time. Now that's a different album. That's not on um, the album you you after Space Age. Oh, uh, Space Age Pimpin'. That's yeah. on uh, on top of the world. That's on on top of the world. Yeah, man, I had I had never heard a beat like that in my life. Seriously, I think they turned out something totally different. I think that's when a lot of folks started being real intricate with the music and going totally sample free or whatnot. Man, that sound like that sound like Barry White could have been a part of that. Yeah, or you know, or, or um. Or, it sound like Bootsy. It sound like yeah, Bootsy. A boot, exactly. Like it sound like any one of the the soul musicians from the sixties and seventies yeah. could have really, really had their hand in it. It just sounded so. If if Memphis had a sound, that's it right there. Yeah, like for real. For and real. then when you when you look at the sound of the music that was really popping off, then they 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 really did flip some things. Like you got a bluesy sound with it, but. Look at the R&B that was going on. The first the time. time I met those guys actually was at a blues joint. You remember um, JR? I think it was JR's, man. Or was it uh, Jazzy Blues? Because I know. No, it wasn't Jazzy Blues. It wasn't Jazzy Blues? Uh-uh. It was, um, I think it was, I, for, I forget you know, I forget the name of that club that's right there on, um, right there on the same street we get our haircut, like heading up MLK until it turns to Oh. And, um, it was oh. right on the left hand side, man. I think it was JR's or something like that, man. I forget what it was. Was it JR's or the, the infamous Solid Gold? It, it could have been either one, man. Yeah, people I, used to get their head knocked off with the Solid Gold. Man. I met those guys there, man. They performed that song, man. And the funny thing about it. You know what? It was JR's. JR's. It right? was JR's. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, I met those guys there, and um, shout out to Walter Jones, man, Esau. Oh, yeah, PC Esau. He had introduced me to him, man. I got to chill backstage with him. I was a youngin' right then, and, and, like, just hanging around those guys, I kind of felt like I grew up instantly and learned about the South really, really quick just talking to them because it was like they kind of gave me a real, real quick rundown about how it is to live in the South, and, like, I really, really saw, like, what, um, shit, what a pimp and a dope boy looked like. <laughs> for real, for real. Like, you look at, you, for real, you look, you know what I'm saying? You you look at Big Boy, I mean, not Big Boy, but you know what hey, I ball. mean? You look at Big Ball, and you, man, you see a pimp, you look at MJG, you see the dope boy, and you see that they both probably the same nigga at the same time. At the same time. At the same time. So it's like, man, it was, it was really, really cool because they had a good demeanor, but they was real musicians, man. Their music is fantastic, man. So you want to get into what what we supposed to be? Um, I'll be we can. I mean, I don't. Their, I don't, their albums are like staples. They are. Uh, in, I still in, in the South. Like, I still listen to Lost too, by the way. And that's an, it. Continues on like from on the outside looking in. It seems like from in between outside looking in, and and they had time to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of the world because you had two albums in between those albums from other groups. You had South Circle with uh, Thorough and um, uh, Mr. Mike. Mr. Mike, which yeah, is one of my favorite which is MCs. I think one. we've talked talked about him before on one of these podcasts. How I love Mr. Mike. I Mr. think it was uh, the last episode. It yeah. was a previous episode. I love Mr. Mike. Yeah, that's that's and, um, my dude right there. And you had you had Crime Boss album. Yeah, Crime uh, Boss. All in the game. Yeah, it's the like, Crime Boss. Suave, suave records, and then they they transitioned into Suave House, and they had some serious stuff out there. Like, surely did. Uh, I believe Crime Boss had a video for that. Uh, what's that? You got a. Uh, they had to change the name of the song. It's a. Uh, it featured MJG. You, uh, what's the name of the song? You got to reap what you didn't sow. Yeah. Surprisingly, it got a lot of rotation for rap on Rap City on BET Rap City, and Rap City was known for playing like just underground dudes' videos to to yeah. a degree in that in that realm, in that, in you that know, era, in yeah. that in that realm. So they had time to perfect their formula on when it came to making on top of the world. That's why that album came out sounding the way it sounded like. And it seemed like they pulled a lot of guest appearances too, man. You had like yeah, uh, they did. They they was doing they was doing that like like um like before No Limit was doing it or either at the same time they yeah. was doing it they was doing that same exact thing and it was it was it was it was crazy how they click was kind of like way more focused way more focused in not not like how No Limit was to where it was like really really broad. Yeah, it seemed like they had like a smaller type family like they had all been rapping together for the longest or either knew each other for the longest. Mm-hmm. And like, um, it never got convoluted. Like all the music was really, really. You could hear T Mix in in a lot of stuff. Is the the production was localized to a certain extent. Um, one of my favorite albums, uh, basically, one of my favorite albums from them, probably not even from A Ball and MJG, but from that click. I really, really love No More Glory by MJG. By the MJG solo album. Yeah, MJG solo album was really, really dope to me, man. I still listen to it to this day, man. You know what I mean? Like, I really, really enjoyed that album. And that's one that don't get mentioned, neither. Like, out of the classic material that they do have, uh, you go from On Top of the World 
and they they kind of like spread out. You had Tila come after them. Yeah. You had Tila come after them with Peace Everybody, of Mind. Everybody, everything. You had the exactly. Suave House compilation album, and then you had. Then you had MJG with the No More Glory. Yeah, I think everybody on that label had a, had a hit. Uh, not everybody, but I think the people who did have a hit, like, t- had hits um, as a singular person. So you had A-Ball who had hits, of course, and then you had MJG who kind of had hits, but I think Tila might have had the biggest hit, though. When you go and sit with that Tila album, I had to go back and sit with the Peace of Mind album. And, you yeah. know, I got more... I got more favorite songs on there now. Like it's it's the one I can't even name the name of the song now, but uh, it's the one where he redoes where he redoes uh, the Run DMC song, Rockbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, and yeah. the way it sounds, it sounds yeah. like Suave style. You yeah. know, if they're gonna sample something, they're gonna take something like this, but they're gonna make it funky yeah. and make it their own and yeah. stuff. But like Tila had some stuff. I mean, of course, without mentioning Shown Up. Which yeah. which uh, showcases the production skill of Jazzy Faye. Jazzy Faye, for yeah, sure. Yeah. And features a ball in MJG yeah, on for it. Sure. Mm-hmm. You had you had like before real singles got picked, you could sit there and listen to the album. You could hit listen to I'm so tired of balling and just known that was gonna be a single. It just happened to be the last single to come off the album. Dude, I, I swear to God to you, um, on everything, do you remember and I, I guarantee you that you remember this because you historian in so many ways, but you also have a great memory. That same year when I'm so tired of balling came out, it rained in Mobile every single day. You know what? In that summer though. I do remember it. I it do rained remember every that. single day. Every single day. Every single day you walked out the house, it was raining. I was outside for that. Right? You was outside for that, I right? was outside for that. All right, then. So Just we, about every day. I was working down at the, uh, it's a Piggly Wiggly now, but it's, it was a Winn-Dixie. Yeah. Yeah, I, that's why I used to work at. It rained every single day, and we would get up and listen to that song every single day and ride in the rain and listen to it, dog. Every single day. We'll go to... We'll stop, we'll stop at the studio, then we'll go to Ryan House, then we'll go get some green, then we'll circle back, and we'll do the same thing, and we'll be listening to, to that music. To that, yeah. And, and it's, it's always funny, just like how, you know, you know, like how the smell of something will make you remember something, or like, you know what I'm saying, the taste yeah. of something, or make you remember, like, your family member who cooked that dish. Yeah. Every time, every time I think about like my days in my youth of listening to hip-hop, and those days in Mobile, I was so tired of balling. I swear, it, it, dude, we wasn't even looking for chicks. We just, in the, in the, <laughs> we just, we just in the cutlass, man. You know what I'm saying? Just smoking and listening and listening to Tila, man. And those were some dope days, man. That was the soundtrack to our lives at that L- time. Listening man. to, yeah, and the climate of that time. Like we yeah. listen, we listen to the Suave House stuff like that, just like how we listening to Suave Right, like all right. Jay Z, reasonable doubt, can also came out that summer. Did we care? <laughs> I mean, for real, I'm from New York, but did I care? Nobody would play that. I could hand the reasonable doubt to somebody in the car. Maybe Ryan might play it, but as soon as two more mobile dudes hop up in the car, nobody wants to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> that was like one of those. That was like one of those. Those. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. It's, that's one of those pills right there. It's like you know, you kind of like. Move it over here unless you in the in, you in the ride by yourself. Unless you with somebody who was the listening hip, to the same stuff you was the listening to. The hip hop stuff be for you. 
Like, like that straight up hip hop stuff. Like the like the infamous. Yeah, like that be for you. Only built for Cuban links. Exactly, that be for you. That like you might I have mean, you might have one or two homeboys, right? That's how I was. You that's know, how I you was. might have it's one like, or two homeboys, and y'all be y'all be jamming on that type of stuff. Like y'all on it, y'all on it. Yeah. But in all honesty, like if you want to please the masses, yeah. you know what to play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know exactly what to play, bro. My next door neighbor slid me the, uh, what's you call it, the uh, Master P Ice Cream Man tape. Uh-huh. And he was like the only dude besides me that was listening to the New Orleans rap right that, like that. Because yeah. I had a radio, I had a radio in my room, and I would tune it. I would get the New Orleans Q93, the yeah. radio station over there where you hear, you hear, you heard, you was hearing Tupac, and you heard every local rapper in New Orleans and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we heard Pete. We heard about it, about it. Like, I ain't going to say it from the very start, but we heard about it. But we were the only ones in the city that heard yeah. about it. So when Ice Cream Man dropped and he he slid the tape, we go in my mom's ride. My mom's uh, 88 Central. And I was old enough to drive it. You know, yeah. I was old enough to drive it. So we sitting in the car. We ain't went nowhere. He put the tape in. And I'm listening to it. And it's just like, P sound like he from Pritchard. Yeah, he did. Man, P is from Pritchard. That's why that's why I always that's why I always got from P. P Master P sound like he was from Pritchard. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a certain amount of it's a, it's a certain amount of hood that come out come out of cat voice because it's like we all the same, right? So like we all the same to a certain extent. And then when like when you listen to the music that you would make if you from that from that place, yeah. then you kind of, I think that's the reason why Master P always resonated in Mobile so much. I think that's the reason why Boosie always resonated in Mobile so much, because it's not yeah. so much different, but difference between New Orleans and Mobile, Alabama, or even oh, Baton Pritchard. Rouge and Mobile, oh. Alabama, or Pritchard. Or oh, Pritchard. Or Pritchard. It's, yeah. like, it's like, if Mobile is this, then if Mobile is New Orleans, then Pritchard is Baton Rouge. You feel what I'm saying? That sounds about right. You know what I mean? So it's like if if you look at it like that, then it's not it's not really no different because we like well we do know that Alabama, well Mobile, Alabama used to be a part of New Orleans or vice versa. It was uh, all connected to one another. Yeah, it's right? a big historical debate going going. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, or vice versa, chicken, chicken for the egg. You know what I'm saying? Chicken for the egg. You know what I'm saying? For the sake of, for the sake of this episode, I'm gonna let that ride, man. Yeah, we, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> not gonna do that, bro. Cons eight thousand, everybody. <laughs> Cons yeah, eight thousand yeah, stepping in but... with the Louisiana purchase. <laughs> but. On that same on that same tip, the dialect, yeah, the dialect of certain things, your vocal tone and everything, yeah, yeah. Pritchard relates to New Orleans and even Shreveport to a degree. Even yeah. Shreveport to, to a yeah. certain extent. And the thing, the, the the real, the real, the only thing that really, really changes New Orleans, and this is just getting off subject. The only thing that changes New Orleans and and um, larger cities in the South versus Mobile is the amount of tourism. So yeah, you yeah, have, you have a lot more people coming from California, Arizona, New York, Florida, um, Alaska, Canada, and all that type of stuff coming to New Orleans. They're not necessarily coming to Mobile, so Mobile kind of stays, kind of, kind of certified the way that it, that it's always been. 
We get lights from runoff from we get runoff uh, from people from other places. Yeah, like, I met I met people from Finland here, but they tend to stay in their hotel rooms for the for majority of their time that they here. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, same like, with like people from Atlanta. Like they yeah. get they get everybody from the East Coast. You get people from the West Indies there, exactly. and just because every what other places they were coming from was too full. Like yeah. if Atlanta's too full, they heading to Birmingham. I put to you like this, fam. Like at the end of the day, like. Me, I could say I could say whatever I want to say being from New York, but Alabama or at least Mobile, Alabama is definitely gonna tell you that you don't know nothing about connected sausage, right? So basically, what they do is hold they they hold they stuff to themselves. It's, it's not about sharing it with the world. It's about being comfortable in your own skin living here. It's about being proud of being from Mobile. Yeah. It's not about being like, oh, I want to make sure that every person in California knows what a Koneka sausage is. Or every person, blah, 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 knows this about the coast or that about the coast. And knows that Florabama is the weirdest shit in the world, by the way. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, where you just live between two fucking states and you have absolutely no idea how one county goes between two states and it's just weird as fuck. But, I mean, that's that's what Mobile is. They're proud of that, though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. between Forrest Gump and and uh, Tim Cook, I think we got it locked down here, though. You oh, yeah, we, we definitely have our own realm. And there's a saying with, that goes along with that, like, Mobile is his own... Is his own realm. It's the rest of Alabama that's trying to be like Mobile. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have ways. Yeah. <laughs> Tracking it back around. This man has a man purse on, man. <laughs> <laughs> this man just snapped. This man just snapped. Is it Timberland? No, no. It's not Timberland. Yeah, it's not Timberland, man. It's not Timberland, man. Timbling about that, bro. Circling back to the... Uh, the Birkin bag. To the eight ball MJG. You know, you had you had No More Glory, which is like a, a still a... Shine and Recline is my favorite song. On Shine and Recline. Yeah, you got... It's a whole solid album. You don't yeah. you don't skip no songs no, on it. And, you know, and at, at that point in time, they felt like, let's drop... Let's each drop a solo album mm-hmm. and come back on the group album. Because then you got lost in... in now the- we have eight ball lost. I know people... Lost is a is a dope example of eight ball being solo, but the climate at the time, like mm. Master P was running it. Sip the Shaka makes a mm. makes a uh, appearance. The fact uh, that he even made an appearance on your vocals right now, uh, <laughs> like like seriously, like. He's on. He, it's the only classic album he's on. <laughs> Dude, every album that Silk the Shock is on is a classic. Classic. <laughs> not because he's on it. No. <laughs> it's not the reason. He is, he, this dude should get five mics every single time. Dog, he spits. I swear, man. He's, he is literally the livest. Did you think? Did you think for a second that Silk was? They tried to put Silk like how you know how cannabis was on jumping on everybody's stuff. He was yeah. destroying mixtapes and. He was on the Lost Boys Beach from the East. He was on Cummins, uh, making a name for ourselves. He was on uh, the Firms, Desperados. Yep. Yeah. Where he was like, you know, people would listen to his to to the song he's on for his verse. I think I think Silk was basically the dude that you. It was like you knowing that your son is ugly and just waiting to see what type of prom day he brings home. 
and it was always Silk. So Silk has a little player. <laughs> yeah, just like Silk had to be there. He just had to be there because everybody needed a date. You know what I'm saying? And he just had to, to fill out the number. Yeah, he had to date somebody. You know what I'm saying? And somebody's daddy was like, you know what? You're going to take my daughter to the prom. We're going to pay for everything, your suit, this, that, and the other. Just take a picture with this ugly bitch. And that was Silk, man. Just showed up. Showed up, man. Nothing noteworthy of his of his verse or anything. Yes. Okay, I mean, okay, well, just I. I'm just saying, like that's you know the last the last podcast we had. Okay, I t- I talked kind of harshly about No Limit, but it was it wasn't really about how whack No Limit was. It was really really about how much music they put out. And Kanza said that I was kind of full of shit. <laughs> so, um, you know, I keep going back to that point. <laughs> yeah. Because he, he was quiet the whole time. Until he, was, he was just like, damn. You know what I'm saying? He was just like, he basically was saying like I was shitting on No Limit. And I wasn't, man. Like, really, really what I was saying was that somebody in the studio continued to let this man rap. You know what I'm saying? Ain't and, nobody said And nobody, nobody said nothing. Nobody said nothing. Nobody you know what I mean? Said I have rapped for Kanzi before. He has, he, has done, he has done vocals for me, and he has stopped me in the midst of me kicking the liveest rap in the world and be like, nope, do it over. <laughs> nobody did that shit to him. And he was literally, he was literally kicking the most trash in the world, and nobody said nothing. So, like, to me... I just kind of lost respect for the whole entire process of Dad No Limit because I'm like, oh, so nobody's saying nothing to Silk? For real? Like, I got to bet my, I got to put my numbers and stacks on Mr. Servon to really, really, to redeem this song? Like, that's, like, that's who's going to redeem this song, Mr. Servon. You got to put your money on him. Okay. See, look, here he goes again. You defend himself. You got to put it. You got to put it on Skull Duggery. You put on Skull Duggery, dog. <laughs> Talking about the bodyguard rapping now. <laughs> Jesus Christ, bro. We're going to talk about Silk. But what about all these niggas today that, that rap just like Silk? What you talking about, like Blueface? <laughs> you talking about everybody. <laughs> no, that's mostly Blueface. Oh, uh, that's mostly Blueface, dog. No. He, he chooses not to find the metronome at all. <laughs> Listen, I don't care about whack rappers, dog. Like, I, I literally don't. I don't care about whack rappers. I'm just saying that there's a rhythm. Can we just go with that? You know what I'm saying? Because, like, Easy e is not my favorite rapper in the world. But, but he stuck to the rhythm. Like, even Ice Cube would probably sit there and be like, you know what? This is Easy es verse. Oh, let me phone it in. This is how Easy e talks. <laughs> he didn't try to become intricate with Easy e verse. It was just like, niggas go downtown. Come back. Niggas do this, this. That, that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you really stick to the rhythm? No. Like, Blueface don't even care about the rhythm. You know what Blueface is doing? Getting beat up by his girlfriend on TikTok or some shit. Like, that's his life. That's, rap is not even his thing. Oh, that was real. That is real. He had two black eyes. Bitch beat him up. Anyways. Who got, who got hit? Okay, um, we don't do gossip here, but who got hit upside the head with the bottle? With the, somebody got hit. Was it Blueface? I don't know. Blueface girlfriend like yeah. punched him in the face or some shit, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He got he got he caught a shiner. Yeah, he, he did catch a shiner. Yeah, man. he caught a shiner for that. Hopefully she he knocked him straight so he can understand exactly how metronomes work <laughs> and how to really spit a hot sixteen. You know what I'm saying? Because like you literally all like you got one job, B. Like one job. Get in the pocket. Like James like James Brown? 
That, yes. nigga, that nigga would be, I swear to God, James Brown would be rich and Blueface would be poor right now if he was in James Brown band, dog. He would literally be getting fined for not staying in the pocket at any given time, dog. Oh, he'd be fine. He's just scattering words all over the place, dog. Like, it, it, it doesn't even matter. It's like it's like somebody asking for the W when they ask for, damn, what vowels do you want when you're solving the puzzle of damn... <laughs> Will of Fortune. Will of Fortune and shit. He's like, oh, can I get a I W? Like, man... W is love. You can ask for maybe a Y. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but W is not in, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no word that has just a consonant and a W, dude. So, anyway, yeah, blue face sucks. So, as you were saying, <laughs> it's so, so I was, I was, say, I was so saying, it's terrible, man. He's terrible. I, I was saying how important. A terrible rapper, man. I was saying how important it was for an album like Eight Balls Lost. To be in the, to be in the running for like albums of the year for nineteen ninety eight and stuff when you it would have been when dope. you had when you just had you just had Master P come out with like Ghetto Dope and Mystical and fourteen thousand other albums right yeah okay. Twister with a it was a Kamikaze it was Adrenaline Rush Adrenaline Rush yeah Adrenaline Rush was really a, really dope too you had a lot of uh, albums I out right to that there tonight also you had a lot of albums. In that realm right there, that was like, you know, folks yeah, could consider, yeah, people like, I don't know, twi- out of all the people that come through here, through this city, actually, you know, the artists they listen to come down here and do shows, mm-hmm. so Twister, Twister said came down here. He said. Because he had a solid following down here. Well, that's, I remember thing, that's the thing about Chi-Town, though. Like, folks always talk about New Orleans, man, but to be honest with you, Chi-Town always had a big, fo- always had a big following down here. Folks love Shy Town music, man, down here, man. I remember, like, uh, at least Midwest music, because there's not that much different between Midwest music and down and south and down music south, at, yeah. at all, especially, like, deep down south music, because I would hear Texas music that didn't even sound as down south as some of the Midwest music, to be honest with you. So it was like, you're saying it was a trade-off between the two? like I would say, like, since Texas being so big, like, having North Texas... Having Dallas, Fort Worth, and all that type of stuff, and then having like, um, of course, Houston and and um, and where where um, <coughs> where, um you, where UGK was from, Port Arthur, and all yeah, those, all those type yeah. of places like like southern southern Texas. Okay, all that stuff sounded just like our stuff that we was already making down here. Right, it, it sounded just like that, but like Mobile is so different because the way Mobile is set up. Just because it's a port city, it's just like how Port Arthur is. So it makes it a little bit different from Houston. So you would you wouldn't catch us having so many fads as you would see us like taking on fads of other different cultures and other different places and all that type of stuff. So you would see us like basically being like kind of multicultural and, and being like like multi styles and stuff like that. So everybody would be in their own factions and stuff. You see people that rap like Bone. And then you see another uh, some other folks that'd be like, oh shit, my folks from New York. I rap like I'm on that type of up up top hip hop type of deal. And then you see folks from from Detroit and all that type of stuff. But that's just that's just um paramount of being from a port city because when you had a port city everything comes in. You know what I'm saying? And a yeah. lot of stuff go out. When you're in the Midwest, it's like those cats just rap fast. And Cats in, and cats in Mobile was so competitive when it came to rap. 
So by the time they realized that they could rap fast and they knew how to do it, that's all they wanted to they do. They did. They drove it. They drove that one style. They the drove ground. it into the ground. They wanted to wrap your ass into the ground fast as they possibly could, bro. You know what I'm saying? Fast as they possibly could, which is something really, really hard to do. But at the same time, it's something that a lot of people didn't get a lot out get a lot out of because like. Cats wasn't catching the bars, and a lot of cats weren't spitting no bars. They were just rapping fast. Yeah, just rapping fast. It's just rapping fast. Yeah. Went to the house, went back. To, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? You like, you're not saying nothing. You but they rap. The like, fact that you can get all that out, you know what I'm saying? Made folks think like, yo, this dude is dope. But what did he say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <coughs> you just they know. rap. They rap like they were fans of Bone or something. They they was big fans of Bone. Big bro. Bone fans. Big Bone fans. And when and to be honest with you, just like sidebar, if they were big Bone fans, they should have actually went ahead and just listened to other cats who rap just as fast that you could actually understand because it's a lot of Bone songs that we still don't understand, bro. Let's just be real. I have I have never. <laughs> <coughs> I'm just saying it's some busy bone. I have never. It, 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 there is a bone. There is some bone songs that I have outside you, of Douglas Ruggers bone. I do not know the words. You do not know the damn words. You are yeah. not singing along to this shit, dog. Nah. You are singing along to the chick that said Douglas Ruggers bone. You sing along to the melody. You sing along to the melody, bro. For the love of money. That's what you got going on there. All right, so you got you really got some fast rappers that you understand every syllable. I would I would I would say Mystical Buster Rhymes and um and and Twister being those three people. Like mm-hmm. if you even if you can't rap fast, if you listen to them, you actually hear every word. I'm not really sure about that with both. Not really sure about that. Well, Tech Nine is another one that you actually can. Oh yeah, Tech Nine. I think Tech Nine goes even over the top. He goes over the top. He goes over the top even more than more, more than Bone Thugs. Yeah, really. But you can actually understand them if you listen, if you try to listen. Yeah. But I think Bone like really stretched some of the stuff. Bro. I think Tech Nine is like. I think Busy Bone was on a lot of dope, man. I'm not saying I'm not saying this about crazy because I understood crazy. A I lot. mean, you got to be dope. I mean, you but, got to be you know on dope to rap like that. Though. Yeah, I think Busy Bone was on a lot of dope, man. I think like sometimes it just seems like he. Like he had a seizure in the middle of the shit, came back straight, and then kept rapping. And I commend him for that. I commend him for overcoming whatever seizure he had fucking having during them damn 30 bars. Well, no, as fast as he rapped, you can cut them 30 bars down to 15. And then the seizure was one bar, so that's 16 bars. Anyway, what were we saying, bro? That was like the sidebar for a whole lot of what we said. But all of that, what you said, was important because a rapper has to be understood. He has to have the right music with him. It has to be uh, executed right. And every song has to be diced down to where it is suitable to be fit on an album. Indeed. Because I, yeah. think, I think like I think Mr. Cool and Busta Rhymes is like the only two artists that rap that fast that I can always... I can actually I actually know the lyrics by heart. As far as new rappers go, I think Kendrick Lamar is probably the next one. They did do a song together. Yeah, they did. They did do a song together on that uh, extension level event. And I remember 
people was telling me, like, you know, they checked it out just because Mystical was on it. Yeah, I mean, like, those, <clears throat> those are two guys that I actually can, like, learn their verses and rap. So, like, like, for instance, like, being an MC, like, me and you both write rhymes. Like, being an MC, sometimes we don't know if we want to rap that way, right? Right. But if you can, so just like, just like learning from any sort of um, tutorial or anything like that, if you can actually sit back and actually rap those lyrics that they wrote and use the same breath control that they used, then that, that tells you that as a writer, you can do the same thing that they do. If you turn around and, as you would say, sound like a refrigerator falling down a staircase <laughs> and sound like damn silk, <laughs> then clearly you have given up on even breath control, rhyming, or pattern, or staying in the pocket at any given time. You, the, you just want to rap fast and you don't care what anybody thinks. It becomes a gimmick. It's not even a gimmick. It's like not even a gimmick. Gimmicks are good, man. Like gimmicks are some stuff that you you hang on to for a second. That's not a gimmick. What that is right there is just purely hackery. <laughs> it's just just being a hack. And you know let me let me clear it up right quick. I did not say that silk wraps like a refrigerator falling down the stairs. That was that was that was somebody. I can't take all the credit. I can't take the credit for that. Okay, well that's the there's first somebody place on, I saw. Somebody, it, somebody on Twitter said that. Somebody, <laughs> somebody on Twitter said that like back in 2013. They said, said silk wrapped like a refrigerator falling down the stairs. It's meant to be funny. It's meant to be funny, but at the same time, it's like it's so what true. What the fuck is silk? Saying when he's rapping, and, and then when you when he does slow down his flow, I get why Silk rapped the way he rapped. But why did he say the things that he say, and nobody pulled him to the side and said like that don't fit, man? That's why I said, dog. That's you said why you're felt, paranoid, but you're why, not paranoid. That's but. why I told Kanzi I felt the way I felt about No Limit because nobody said nothing to him. You know what I'm saying? Nobody said nothing to Silk. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> Like, at the end of the day, I can respect these guys, but if I showed up here and I was like, yo, Kaiser, man, man, I, I want to do this song. Now I start rapping like Silk. Man, nigga punched me in the face, man. <laughs> 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 nigga punched me in the face. He be like, man, get out of here, dog. Like, that that nigga shoot me away like a dog, man. He be like, get out of here. <laughs> that nigga probably stomp his feet, dog. <laughs> Go, dog. Go, get. Huh? Was it about Big or was it about Puff? About what? Rap? Yeah. Was it about Big or was it about Puff? Mm-hmm. Man. I think it, it's more about Puff. It was always about Puff. Big? You niggas never gave a fuck about Puff. And when he was rapping and saying? We no, didn't. Nah, nah. That's what I'm talking about. But he presented, okay. What I'm trying to say is you that know Big, that was, Big would have been a different dude if he never, if he didn't sound Puff and he sounded loud or something like that, he would have been a different artist. Puff. You know what I'm saying? G- this other artist was Big. Y'all talking Puff right now. Oh. Oh, Puff don't and have no talent. Puff don't got no talent. But Puff Big wrote Puff's rhymes, dude. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, like, I mean, what I'm, I'm not getting. Puff ain't got no talent. What I'm man, not, I mean, what I'm not getting. But what I'm saying is that, I mean, okay, we gonna talk about true. Yeah, yeah, they was not the best. <laughs> It's how you said it. They man. were presentable. They were. He presented. He presented something. He know how to. Uh, that's what I was gonna say. I, I was gonna say. With Puff, big Puff, Puff packaged him the right way. 
because Big was coming out street rapping, street flowing and stuff, and Puff wanted him. Puff had that formula for making hit records. Hey, man, I just want to say one thing. Stop. Big ain't jumping ill as for real as no little strap. With a Puff ain't in change on the solo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I still, I still listen to Loon before I listen to goddamn. I mean, listen to goddamn Silk, dog. I listen to the whole Loon album, dog. That's another one. I'm just saying, man. I think I that's the most. I might listen to G. Depp Special Delivery, dog. You know what I'm saying? Um, dog. Black Rob Jasmine is still one of my the best, favorite songs. The best thing G. Depp ever did was say, "Get slap silly." Get slap silly. Yes, and he said it on beat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he that, said it on that, beat, dog. That suit, that suit lyric you just Silver rapped. Silver said, get that was, get before, before, it, before ain't, it ain't my fault, I remember when Wild K played that song, and they played it in the daytime. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Folks, that beat was so hard. It, 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 that was, beat is hard. It was. But why Silk always sound like he arguing with his baby mama, though? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that shit don't even sound like he rapping. It's not like he having a flat-out argument with somebody, dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, somebody keep cutting him off, and he's yeah. just trying to pick up where he left off. Yeah. And it just sounds like an argument, man. It's like he arguing with the beat, man. And the beat is winning. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, the beat is beating his ass, dog. Drake started doing it, and everybody else started doing it. Man, we're not going to talk about what the hell Drake got going on, dog. Okay, so you mean to tell me that this nigga's tried to start a trend and it didn't work? Ah, uh, yeah. You know what? Whoa, whoa. Like, everybody does it now. What? Like, they wait like a half a measure before they start rapping. Yeah, but then when they start rapping, they be on beat. He don't even be on beat. Duh. You ride bikes, right? You know, like you know, like when your when your chain comes off a little bit, and then you gotta you gotta damn circle it backwards to get yeah. it back to get it back on, and then when you go forward, you keep back going. Back on the gear, yeah, yeah, yeah. His shit keep popping off the goddamn spoke, dog. It's not even <laughs> fucking working. You know what I'm saying? Like when he circle it back, it come back off again, and then he go forward, and then it come back off again. God, I swear to God, I know what I'm buying you. When's your birthday, guys? Hey, so I just. Just so I can buy you some silk shit, dog. I swear to God, I'll buy you some silk shit. Because this is your second time in a row defending this fucking recall silk the rapper, dog. I, I just can't do this with you, bro. I don't, I don't know what you're doing, man. No, I got to buy you some silk shit, man. I was telling you that the man was a revolutionary. <laughs> <laughs> explain. Go, go ahead, explain. 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 Y'all going to say this man is wack. You know who else was a revolutionary, dog? Bullshit today, bro. Real talk, man. Like these niggas, man. Like I literally, first of all, my ear. I make some good music, bro. I would say so. But my ear is totally fucked up, bro. Like on some other, it, like how I hear things and see colors and sounds and all is crazy, bro. Oh, so like, even when I hear music, I can jump in. Like when most people, when they hear music. They'll recognize it. They'll understand, like you know how you know how you'll see a word and you recognize the word. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to read it. You understand? What I'm you saying? already so know what the word you is. You already know what it is. Yeah. So when people hear music, they already hear the sound. They'll recognize it. Mm-hmm. I can walk into a room and you're playing music, and I walk in like a half measure, a third. That's my one because I was about I entered. That's how you and entered. Listening. Yeah. And I hear music totally different how y'all hear it, bro. 
You know what I'm saying? And my, I might have to start the whole song over to hear from the one again. Because I can never catch it. You can never catch it. You catch it on the you one know that what? you heard it when you walked in. It happens to me every once in a while like that. But, it, but, but it, it don't, it don't, no, it don't do it to me as often as it yeah. does you. Because it sounds like you catch it like that all the time. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes like I can, I can catch it and then I can get into the realization of what it sounds like. But I, a lot of times, I just only hear what I like. I will stay in that mode because I like this new rhythm that I found. You know yeah, what I'm that's what I'm saying. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm, the, I'm the guy. I'm the, I'm the type of guy that that likes that likes to. I don't know. I might just like the symbol. I might just like something about that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't. I don't even hear the whole beat. I just hear. I don't even hear the whole beat or hear the whole song. It's just something about it, and that's it. Yeah. Like, and I'm stuck to that. I got you. And I and I'll just I'll just I don't care what's going on. Like mm-hmm. I'm I'm just with that. It's like listening to shook ones, and all I hear is there's. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's all I can hear the whole entire time, and I'm not hearing anything else. I'm like, that's 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 what I'm with. With that being said, hold on, hold on. let me add the context. I just, I was okay, saying. okay, because yeah, Silk didn't because, hear any of this yes, shit. Yes, okay, that's what I meant. The reason I said that is because, like, when these young dudes be rapping, bro, they are they are have like you say in a pocket, yeah. and they'll find a pocket, and they might rap this melody. For like four balls, and they'll stop rapping. They're they finna go punch in this new four balls that they they rap. But this new four balls does not match the last four balls. They wasn't in the pocket. It's a whole nother. No, it's another pocket. It's It's that side pocket where you put that five dollars in. You know what I'm saying? Imagine writing a verse like this. You know what I'm talking about? And then somebody else come with it. And then, but the same nigga is rapping and shit, though. You just rap something totally different. You'll punch in, overlap your word just so you can fit this new rhythm and rhyme in. Stop and then start a whole nother rhythm and rhyme. And I'm listening to this garbage and I'm just like, yo. The only person that can fix this is super trash. You have, have Everybody you not thinks this is some new style. But uh, you gotta think about it. This a person, me, who is a lack of continuity. No, nah, I don't write. No, you know I'm, I'm saying, saying? saying it's a lack of continuity then though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's say like I don't write. You see what I'm saying? So like I might be listening to music and I'm constantly writing in my head. So I have to write these caveats and nuances in my head, my pauses and my stops and all of that. They're not doing that because they're punching in. And I hear that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because I'm a producer, beat because maker. You're a producer. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. So I can hear the measures and counts. You know what then I done. can hear a nigga yeah. rapping on one, two, three, one, two, three. Then go back to a one, one two, two, three, three four. One, two. Yeah. And then go back to another one. And I'm just like, all on the same fucking song. Bro, that's total trash. Silk is better than that. <laughs> yeah, Silk. Silk. Okay, so how do you feel about people saying that Silk is the father to all these Young rapper styles. I mean, you by going, rap? if you're going oh, by, yeah. if yeah. you're going by what you're saying, then that's that's totally mm-hmm. false. You know, I think that there's a lot of people saying you know, that silk is before part you, before, of like before, blue face. Before you answer that, Kanzi, I will tell you this: because of what you just said, 
because I did want to cut in on what you were saying because I did realize something. And me being a producer myself and a songwriter, mm-hmm. like I did realize what was happening with producers with these rappers and what they do. So a lot of times you hear you hear the beat switch up mm-hmm. to accommodate them. So like the beat will go from you know what I'm saying Ooh. the beat the beat will go from being a simple <laughs> eight <or> wait <laughs> and then what happened? What happened next? The beat will stop. And start matching their flow mm-hmm. because they flow then went elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like the, the beat is going one way and that shit got you going yeah. this way. And then before you know it, you mm-hmm. hear some 808s drop that yeah. start doing something just to complement mm-hmm. what kind of tomfoolery is going on with yeah. their flow when they punched in and went other way just to complement it. And that's what make the song sound like it's alright. Mm-hmm. And you would think that that shit was a part of the plan, but it really wasn't. It was just a part of the whack plan because niggas wasn't sticking to the script. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, once that once something works once, it becomes a style. We both we all know that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like it does. It, because like once cats realize they can do something simple, mm-hmm. in other words, they don't have to take the time mm-hmm. to actually do it well and they can do it the fucked up way they've been yeah. doing it by punching in. And then producers are accommodating that style for them, allowing them to do it because like, okay, well fine, we was on we was on the low 808s, now we're gonna go to the high 808s or some 909s, mm-hmm. and goddamn, it's just gonna compliment your shit so that you can switch up mm-hmm. to that and it sounds like it's normal, like you meant it to happen. Mm-hmm. It's like when you trip somewhere and you're like, oh, I meant to do that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like and that's they, what made me listen to, like, some, some guys' music, I'll listen to it and be like, yo, this is straight trash. But then I have to go back and listen to it again and then listen to like, oh, he actually had four or five or seven or eight different flows in one verse and then he overlapped them. And then it'll take me like a while to actually catch it. But I'd be like, yo, okay, I get it. But But you appreciate the engineer more than you appreciate the rapper. Exactly. I, I appreciate the engineer more than the rapper, but it's some, I'll say this, bro. A lot of these guys have found a way to just like, they're playing the drums mm-hmm. with the cadence. Like, I remember I told you, that's how I started yeah. doing it. I started doing it in my verses. But they have done it to a, a more complex way now. You know what I'm saying? Because of the stopping and starting. You know, uh, to where also, you can do anything almost. Yeah. And, and it's also, a, it, 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 it's a form of, <clears throat> it's a form of tooling it. Too, you know, mm-hmm. you have to, you have to tool it to even sound like how you describe yeah. it. How, it's the future, dog. Let's call it Star Wars. Instead of Star Wars, let's call it Star Wars, Like when you said when they started doing the first four balls with a certain cadence, mm-hmm. and then they step out the booth, think of some more words, go back in the booth, and tag these extra balls onto mm-hmm. you know to try to finish yeah. the verse but it's a whole different style it's that they're doing when they come back in everything, yeah. Every, just, everything. Yeah. you know what I'm saying and, and like okay so like for, for all the all the best albums that we've heard that we really really enjoy for the most part yeah. for, whether they come from R&B blues rap doesn't even matter right all the stuff that we, that, that we have listened to that we really enjoy it's always been a final thought in other words like this is the song I wanted to write this is the this is the verse. This I'm is the rap. verse. This is what I wrote. This, this is the this is what I wrote. This is the song I wanted to write, and this is what's going on. Okay, that ain't what's happening? No, what's happening right? Just making a song. What's happening right now? What's happening right now is that somebody thought somebody thought about six bars or eight bars, right? And a chorus, and they came. Well, 
the song is a chorus, but that's besides the point. We'll we'll have we'll have a conversation about songs being choruses later on. But yeah, they have like six to eight bars come in and then they're like, Okay, we'll just hold up, give me a second. Oh shit, my baby mama called. Let me go outside. Go outside, smoke a blunt, snort some blows, some shit, come come back in come back and in. be like and be be on a whole different type of time. And you like, damn. Yeah, the vibe. How did that that went left real, real fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? At first, the nigga seemed like he was a cuddly type mm-hmm. motherfucker. He was like, he was real cuddly. He was talking some real good shit about love or whatever, whatever. And now, all of a sudden, that bitch ain't shit. Mm-hmm. I guess he got a bad phone call. None of this, none of this music connects. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The, so the, thought, the thoughts it. don't connect. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so he got to make some new on the spot. So I see. What, so that vibe. I see yeah. what you're saying about Silk now, because at the end of the day, even though Silk is whack as fuck, at least he's not them. No, he has he has a rhythm. He has a style. No, you no, not rhythm. About? Don't say rhythm. No, 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 hold up. And then also, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then don't say then rhythm, man. Don't you put bro, rhythm and silk like, in the same? For real, dog. They're 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 rapping like a little bit of training. silk, mob deep. Like this 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 whole new generation has stolen silk style, mob deep style, and Kendrick Lamar style, and they're trying to rap this. This complicated style that Kendrick Lamar had was doing, where he would prolong his 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 rhyme, and then he would go into something, and then he would keep flowing. Yeah, he wouldn't stop. That's, that's West Coast shit. Yeah, you know what I'm that's yeah. West Coast stuff. That's and West Coast stuff, dog. That's free. That's freestyle fellowship stuff. But I mean, you know what I'm saying? That's West Coast stuff. I get doing it. Doing that though, but but what I'm saying is that like I get it. I it's get a it. it's a certain way these guys are rapping, bro, and it don't sound good. No, it don't. It don't sound good. No, it don't. You know you why understand? it doesn't sound good? Because at the end of the day, it's and, it's, it's not it's, it's not a, it's not about it's it, to me and and I really really I really really do want to. So I'm gonna ask you a question. After I say what I have to say, I'm gonna ask you a question, right? So, like, to me, my my whole issue is the pocket. I think the pocket is important. Number two, I think content is important. Like, are you not gonna say the same exact thing you said on the last verse that I heard from you? Like, I want to hear a different song. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I want to hear a different song. And then, number three, is there anything that you're doing as far as an artist that is going to make me want to pick up a microphone and want to be a rapper myself? So, with that being said, is like I wouldn't want to play basketball if I didn't see Michael Jordan do it. You feel what I'm saying? Like, that's what made me, made me want to play ball. Or if mm-hmm. I saw another cat do it, that's what inspires me to do it. If they do it different or whatever, than the last person I saw it or whatever, whatever. Like, Bill Cartwright had a stupid-ass goddamn um, form oh. when, when, he, when, he shot, when he shot his damn um, free throws. But at the same time, he hit his free throws and Shaq didn't. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? But Bill Cartwright is not Shaq. Shaq tear out rooms. So, I'm saying you don't have to be perfect to be efficient, but you gotta have something that stands out. So when you, so I ask you this. Yeah, we got two minutes, fellas. What yeah. the fuck does Silk do to stand out to you to make you <coughs> this whack Did ass rapper? Did you not rapper? hear this man? The man said, bitch, I'm the illest for real. That is no Joe Stroud with a four fight and chain shots on solo. <laughs> How you don't get that? <laughs> That's all you got, bro? That's all I need. That's what <laughs> Play the beat. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's off beat. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna play that. I'm gonna play that when we get out of here, man. I'm gonna play that when we get out of here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's off beat. We're gonna continue. We gonna continue this on the next episode, too, man. But I hope I hope people get. 
I hope people get out of this whole Why episode. Why you the is better than him, man? <laughs> <laughs> I hope people get out of this episode how important lyrics, styles, beats, the whole how it all comes together to make the same complexion, to make the same and committed. You know, when you have people, creative people committed to making not just a classic, but just a solid album that people, that fans are like, you know? So, um, Happy birthday, God. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, once man. again, once again, I can take that uh, to next time, to next time. And probably on the intro of the next episode, I, I explain why we just had this fiasco right here, man. <laughs> I will. I will do that. <laughs> Fresh my fresh podcast. I'm fumbling words. Like, I'm, I'm turning this up. Uh, the Shocker. It's called The Shocker, I think. Lord have mercy. Yes. I think it was just simply called that. That is. We're going to ride after that. That is. We're going to ride after that. Yeah. Bitch, I'm going to kill it for me. Let's go, let's go.